0: Five o'clock hour, Burns and Gambo show here at 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. Happy Monday to you. We're live from the auction Community Studios. And of course, we've been talking a lot of Suns basketball today. But continue to talk about the Suns. They beat the 76ers by 10 points, win number 61 game on the, the season. 76ers had to win. Yep. The 76ers came into the game in first place and now they're in fourth.
1: They had to win the game, like they're fighting for their lives to get the first seed or the second seed, and that playoff positioning is so important. With everything so bottled up in the East, so they
0: come in in first place, they leave in fourth place. Yep, wow. It, it was a game that they had everything to play for, and the Suns technically had nothing to play for, and that doesn't really seem to matter to the Phoenix Suns no. at all is they're not going to have a thing to play for for the rest of the season. It's all locked up. It's all done. 61 wins. We'll talk a little bit later about where they end up and how many wins they have total, but it's very obvious. It's really clear after watching these last few games against Minnesota, Denver, and now Philly, that it doesn't matter to the Suns that there's nothing that they're playing for, that there's nothing on the line. They're playing to play. They're playing to win. They're playing for the joy of winning. That's it. I, I mean, there's like there's it, nothing there's nothing else in front of them that is the carrot, right? I mean, that's the the, the me, winning the game is its own carrot for the Phoenix Suns. It would seem. Let me ask you something. Did you approach? Now we're a little bit different than the normal p- people that watch games.
1: Okay. Did you approach yesterday's game any different now that everything is locked up? Because there's no more talk of oh Golden State. You know, you this three's your magic number, or two's your magic number, or Golden
0: State's only eight. Did you approach that game any differently? I watched every minute of it. Watched every minute of it. I did not approach it any differently at all. I, My enjoyment of watching the Phoenix Suns is not defined by whether there's something on the line or not. Now, we get to the end of the year. We get to that last game against Sacramento. And I find out 10 minutes before tip-off that Monty's not starting Devin and Chris and DeAndre. All right, that, that one I might not watch. That one I might sit out. Okay, I can watch something else. But as long as they're going to continue to play at this level and produce the product that they're producing, I'm going to watch. Even if there's nothing to play with. Just wonder if the approach was different. Was it different for you?
1: I thought it might be, but it wasn't. Like, I thought it might be, but then I'm like, you could play Philly in the NBA Finals. They want to beat them. And a Booker goes off and has the twenty point first quarter, and EJ is like, "How many times has Devin Booker scored twenty in a quarter?" And I'm thinking, I'm scratching my head, like, "Boy, I wonder how many that is." Eric, Eric 18. Ruby, eighteen. Eric, tomorrow will be a Ruby Tuesday, by the way. There um, we go. Like, he looked it up. Eighteen times Devin Booker scored twenty points in uh, the first quarter of, uh, in a quarter of a basketball game, and EJ asked that question after the first quarter, and I was kind of dialed in, and I just, you know, I, I think I. I was watching the game, and I think I just watched it the same way I always do, expecting the Phoenix Suns to win and waiting for the run and waiting for them to figure out a way
0: to punch the other team in the mouth and and, and make sure they win the game. Now, Monty was finally asked the question over the weekend, and it's the question we've been debating on this show for weeks now, because we've basically known the Suns were trending towards this. We never felt threatened by the Warriors or the Grizzlies, even when Chris Paul was out, even though some national types were saying that the Warriors were going to catch them. We had always assumed that at one point or another, the Suns would end up with the number one seed in the Western Conference. We didn't think it happened this fast, but but it did. So they've clinched it now. Now technically, there is nothing for them to gain in the remaining seven games they've got. So Monty was asked Saturday after practice, "What's the plan when it comes to rest?" Here's what Monty had to say: We're
2: trying to come up with a plan. Um, we had to get to this point. And we're, we started the process of talking to the medical team about what's smart. Um, at the same time, there's a, there's a unreal balance there of being competitive guys who have individual goals that they want to achieve, and we understand that. Um, it's... Certainly unfamiliar territory for me. I've been a, a part of it as an assistant but never as a head coach.
0: So when it comes to rest opportunities, Monty says they will be smart about We're
2: it. We're gonna be smart. There's there's opportunities to rest guys. I think we have one back to back left, so you know, that might be an opportunity we don't know just yet. Um, Chris has to get back up to his conditioning level. You know, so he and Cam Johnson, when Cam does get back, we got to work those guys back into the kind of shape they need to be in. Uh, There's other guys that have, you know, situations where we may pull them back a little bit, but we'll probably, you know, talk about that from game to game. Um, But there is somewhat of a plan that's going to be formed in the next, you know, couple days or so. Art
1: over science is what I was told. Art over science. The science tells you rest guys. The science tells you they got a sophisticated system to monitor players and, you know, to go over details on when guys should rest and stuff like that. But the art tells you the beauty of the art. The art is the game. That's the art. The art is look at how beautifully this team plays. They painted a freaking Mona Lisa every time they go out there and play. And so you don't want to mess with the art. You don't want to mess with that. You know, and that's part of why I think the players are going to have a pretty big say in this. The players are going to have a say. What do you guys want to do? Now, ultimately, Monty will have veto power sure. to say, OK, uh, you know, but that may not come until there's a game or two left in the season. As these games are approaching, these next couple of games, how do you guys want to, pro- want to play? We want to play. We want to play. We want to play. They all want to play, you know, and it's even with nothing to play for, they the enjoyment of playing, knowing that they are putting together one of the most special seasons, not only in Suns history, but in NBA history, they don't want to take their foot off the pedal yet. So
0: art over science right now for the Suns. Here's how special the season could be. I, I took a screenshot of this several weeks ago, and I saved it for moments just like this. Suns, right now, they've got 61 wins on the season. If they don't lose a game the rest of the year, they'll end up with 68. Okay? Even if they do do lose a game and they end up with 67 wins for the season. Only 10 teams in NBA history have won 67 games or more since the NBA merger in 1976. Seven of the 10, by the way, won championships the year that they did it. So I would have met now, are they, is that the kind of history that they're, aware of maybe perhaps maybe just the idea that hey we want to finish with 66 67 68 that is to your point whether you're whether you're you specifically have knowledge of that number or not you know that's rarefied air if you're an nba player right sure. you know sure. that uh, man i got to play on a team that won 66 games 67 games 68 games that's historic that, that's like all time, like you, we were joking earlier, my son was listening to the show last week, and we were joking about the video games that these guys play, and how on NBA 2K, there's like a legacy team. There's a few legacy yeah, teams. The should be a legacy team. team. And the Suns maybe could go down as a legacy team, yeah. this year's version. And so if, you, if you're able as a player, I would think to be able to say you played on a team that finished with 67 wins, 68 wins... That's the kind of stuff that gets you gets your feet on the floor every single morning, right? That's the kind of stuff that gets you out of bed. Just for for our, our intent
1: and purposes, um, just for uh, to make sure we don't take uh, June second NBA Finals game one, June fifth game two, June eighth oh, game. Hold just make sure that nobody misses any vacation
0: and takes any vacation time. You here. don't have to tell me. Yeah. There's a mirror in the bathroom. If you want to go, take a look oh. and have that conversation with the person you need to have that conversation with. Oh, Show a hands. Who was here for the NBA finals last year? Who was here for all of the NBA finals last year? <laughs> thank you. I thank
1: I, I, I was in you. Italy. I didn't know. Uh huh. Like how are we supposed to know? Like you know, you make You make your vacation plans well in advance. Uh huh. Like when did I go away? Like I went away the end of
0: June. Like yeah. the NBA Finals isn't usually the end of June. Mirror in the men's room. You just go have that conversation with yourself about when the NBA the Finals are going to begin. Game is June nineteenth.
1: <laughs> The last game is June 19th. So, memo to everybody at the radio station cuz some of us got caught on vacation last year. I was I think I missed two I missed I think I missed two games. You missed two games. I think I missed the last Clippers game and then the first Bucks game. I believe you are correct. That's what I think I missed. I think
0: that I think that's what you missed. Yeah. I wow. just like to give you I just like to give you. I know, proof, I'm just but,
1: saying like you know, hey, honestly, for anybody thinking about
0: family vacations June 19th is the last game. Uh, Comparatively speaking to uh, other unnamed hosts around here, you were not the worst. Offender.
3: I was going to say, the show I was on last year, they came back just in time for the finals.
0: Uh-huh, the show you were working last year, yeah, those, those guys were gone alone.
3: Also, is this a bad time to bring up that I'm going to be gone end of May, beginning of June? Where are you going? Well, yeah, where, where, where My you? family has to go to the Northeast. For what? Because they want to. Why do you, why do you go to Italy, Gambo? Because I love it. I love it there. And, and I get Switzerland to see, and I, Iceland. I like going on vacation. Places. I mean that's go that's way. my that's my fix. I like Finland. going on vacation and I, I like going on vacations without my family because they can afford to take me. That's the oh, thing. that's why that's they're, they're taking 'cause they are taking you. they, <laughs> they do not really just, like you. This is
0: still in that demographic where where How old know, are you? If mom and dad want to pay for vacation, you go, right? I'm not gonna say no. How old are you? Twenty six. What do your parents still pay for? I just want to know. What do they still pay for of yours?
3: <laughs>
1: what do they still pay for? Car insurance is the last thing they pay for, and that's it. And that's it. I think so. Okay, because my, my daughter, my my daughter, my, who's a doctor, is going to be twenty six next month, and I still pay for her car insurance and her cell phone. But like, okay, that like in May, like we like that's it. It's over. Like I can't. You have to like. So today she called to get her own car insurance. Like, and I can't pay for your car insurance for, and then so I still pay it till, up until twenty six. I pay for car insurance, cell phone, and medical. You get a medical bill, I pay it. You get a cell phone, I pay your cell phone. I pay for you. So car insurance, cell phones, and whatever medical bills you have, I pay for all of those. But like, okay, Gooby, my daughter, like you're twenty six next month. Like that's it. It's over. Like, I'm, like we're not paying. Like I'm not paying for that stuff. Seems anymore. like a
0: reasonable age. That seems like a i was just question. wondering but, at what but, age people stop paying for some of their kids' stuff. But in defense of Mitch, you know, 26 year old, not exactly, not exactly socking it away in terms of you know money or anything. Mom and Dad want to go on a vacation, and you're invited,
3: and they're going to pick up the tab. And I get to go several states over. Yeah, yeah. I think you should go, and you, you will be. Will be. I can bug our old boss while I'm in Philly too. You could. You could do that. I'm sure you could probably
0: get your free Phillies tickets if you wanted to. You are insane. His words, not mine. Oh, oh, you are Yeah, me? I'm talking about Yeah, no, I'm yeah. not talking about you. You are insane if you leave Devin Booker out of the MVP conversation. Don't quote us on that, but you can quote the coach who lost to the Suns last night. We'll have the Devin Booker MVP conversation and whether anything changed because of yesterday next on the Burns and Gambo show.
1: 98.7 FM, Arizona's Sports
0: Station, Burns and Gambo. This is a quote from the head coach of the Philadelphia 76ers, one Doc Rivers, who um, has become, I don't want to say he's stumping for Devin Booker to win MVP. But Rivers is emphatically following suit with Isaiah Thomas, Monty Williams, Devin Booker, when it comes to the topic of Devin Booker being a candidate for MVP. Quote, when you factor in record, And what he's done, forget record, I don't like that because it takes away what he's done even though the record is important, then he clearly is. Anyone who says he's not is just absolutely insane, close
3: insane.
1: quote. yes, you're insane. Insane. You're insane, like that woman on ESPN who had no idea what she was talking about last week. <laughs> Matt Barnes was like, I was going to say something, but she took all the time up. I couldn't even do a rebuttal because she stole all my time. Um, I don't even know the lady's name, but like her argument for Devin Booker was uh, the most absurd and ridiculous we've heard all year. It was, really, it was so ridiculous, and um, it's a shame that people like that get an opportunity to have uh, an outlet to express their opinions when their opinions are so worthless, you know, and I was really upset with that. Um, and I was happy to see Matt Barnes say, look, I would have like said D-Book's top five. Like, I would have said something, but I just didn't have any time. Devin Booker has proven over and over and over again this year that he is one of the best players in the league. He will get votes for MVP. He'll get fifth place, vote, fifth place votes. He'll get fourth place votes. He may even get some third place votes. Is he going to win the award? No. But a lot of people want to see him get the respect
0: that he deserves to be a top-five candidate. Yeah, and I think the organization, and even Devin Booker said something about this late last week about, man, it's, it's time we get our flowers around here. You know, and by, by that, he means, Monty Williams, how did he not win Coach of the Year last year? And, and there are some people who think he's not going to win Coach of the Year this year, which is crazy to think. Mikel Bridges, Defensive Player of the Year. Devin Booker, MVP. Right. I mean, you can't, you can't sit here and tell an organization, okay, if you win, the respect will come. The If you win, the respect will come. And then they start winning, and their coach doesn't win coach of the year, their, their player doesn't get consideration for MVP. Now, like you, I think when it's all said and done, Devin Booker is going to finish fourth or fifth in MVP voting. In fact, in my mind, if he finishes in the top three, that will be a major victory. Like, if he can somehow, some way, supplant either Jokic Giannis or Embiid, give one of those three guys the boot and have Devin Booker finish third... I think that would be a huge what victory you, for the what Suns. Is, and, uh, what does it mean, though?
1: Like, if you don't win it, what does it mean if you came in second or third? Is it just respect? Yes, respect. You just get the respect and, you yes. know, help you for future years to make sure you keep getting those votes? Just It's just we, respect. We've talked about all NBA first team or second team and the ability to get the super max. Once you get all NBA first or second team, you can get the super max. We've talked about that. And I do think that, um we've kind of like steered that conversation more towards forget about MVP let's talk about all NBA first team or second team right. he's going to get that the last time the suns had an all NBA player as you correctly pointed out was Goran Dragić he was third team. The last time the Suns had a player that was all first or second team, you've got to go back to Nash and Amari. It's been a long time. It has been a long time. So they will likely get one with D. Book, and that is a tremendous accomplishment. And I think that you know, I think we celebrate that, in, and because that's a tremendous accomplishment. Where the MVP thing, I think we've all been talking about this all year long. And will he get the respect? Will he get the respect? And you know, in the end, I mean, maybe finishing in the top five, we can we can look at it and say, okay, he's finally getting his due and and what what i will say it a lot of people have talked about this which is i guess in a good way you know more and more people are talking about devin booker and his accomplishments and whether he deserves
0: to be one of those candidates for mvp so i mean i guess in some ways that's a positive thing look we've we've said this so many times i've lost track at the end of the day. All I care about, all you care about, all Devin Booker cares about, all Money Williams cares about, they want to be champion. They want to be an NBA champion, and that's all that matters at the end of the day. So, in some ways, first team All-NBA, MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, Coach of the Year, it's all kind of frivolous stuff, but we've also said that... It's important to the player to get respect. It's important for the organization to get respect. The fans of the organization want to see the guys on the team get the credit for which they're due for something like this. And I do think the case with Book has really come into sharp focus the last week or so because he's literally gone head-to-head against the guys that are probably really in contention for the award. Jokic. Jokic. Embiid, Embiid, and and not only has he performed he play against, well, he didn't play against Giannis, right? He was out that game. No, but he did the first
1: time, first time, didn't he? But the second time,
0: right? They, they, they he didn't play. I didn't have anybody. In that second game, right? If you look that up. He didn't. know he, he didn't. I know he didn't in play one. in the second game. I want to remind myself what he did in the first game. It doesn't matter. It's a while ago. It, it was, it was, it, they were good numbers. But my point is, he hung 49 on the Nuggets. And yet everyone's still talking about Jokic. He hung, what did he 35? end up with yesterday? 35. Was a 35? he uh, was 35. Against the 76ers. And yet everyone's still talking about Embiid. You know, at some point... You do have to look at the team's success and the fact that he's having the individual success as well in building up your case. I think you're right. I think he'll end up finishing fourth, fifth. I think third would be a great victory
1: for him. Joel Embiid, had, Joel Embiid had 37 points, 15 rebounds, three steals, and two blocks. Joel Embiid should get more MVP votes than Devin Booker. Let's be honest. I mean, let's just be honest. He carries that team. I'm fair with that. He should, right? I'm I'm fair fair with that. I mean, Devin Booker had a great game last night. He had 35 points and the Suns won. Joel Embiid was single-handedly carrying that team. He had 61% of their 18 fourth-quarter points. Like, he, 37 points, 15 rebounds, three steals, two blocks. I mean, wow. I mean, he was so good. So, I, I don't have any problem saying that there's guys that are ahead of Devin Booker for the MVP vote. Um... When I took to Ramona Shelburne, she had booked ahead of John Moran. She had him fourth. I think that's a fair number. Fourth is a really good number. I think that he could finish there. If he does great, if he finishes in the top three, like you said, man, that's a tremendous accomplishment. But there are there are all NBA awards coming up. There's Defensive Player of the Year, which Mikhail Bridges is you know second right now in the odds. There's Coach of the Year with Monty Williams. It's a lot. There's a lot of awards that are going to be talked about and discussed. And the Suns may even win a couple of them outside of book. Just them
0: getting MVP. Yeah, uh, you mentioned Matt Barnes. This is from last week on ESPN. Here's the case. He- made for Devin Booker and MVP. Devin Booker's been a killer. His teams are finally just good. He's finally getting recognized. So I agree with you on the point he needs more love. But Devin Booker is right up there. If you look, he's out on the best team. He's averaging 26, 5, and 5. He's averaging 28, what is it? 28, 5, and 7. Two more assists with CP out. So his numbers are there. I agree with the flash and, and the glitz and glam, but as a person who played against him and just looking at him, he is a killer and he definitely needs more love and consideration. And this is one of the rare years that that there 's a lot of people up to uh, you know up for the mvp conversation yeah we 'll see we 'll we'll see where he ends up and we 'll see but these these head to head games against guys. Who are you know considered frontrunners runners for the award? It only helps his case, you know, when he continues to put up the numbers that he does. We'll see how much of a difference it ends up making when it's all said and done.
1: Yeah, yeah, and in the end, you know, there's there's one there's one thing that they're all chasing. Man, it's oh, not no. an MVP award, it's not a Coach of the Year award, it's not a Defensive Player of the Year award, and maybe if
0: they win that, they'll 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 get even more respect in the future for for individual accomplishments. WWE 2K22 is out now. Throwdown with the biggest and most. Real- realistic wwe superstars and legends on either playstation or xbox head to the contest page right now over at ArizonaSports.com for your chance to win a copy from us here on 98 7 fm arizona sports station but when we come back on this monday the arizona cardinals can do a few things this offseason to help free up some salary what are those things and is there a guy out there they would want to use that salary for that's coming up burns and gambo Monday afternoon. Oh, I love it after 90, ninety-five degrees this weekend. It was a little like, hot. Seriously, like I'm not ready for that. It was like, oh like, wow, can't have ninety-five. That's ridiculous. Time kind to of turn on the AC. Yeah, but the AC, the
1: AC on all the time. My wife likes it at seventy-two degrees in the house. Yeah. It was too cold. Like it was ridiculous. So I. I like
0: it at seventy-two. Oh, I like it nice and cold all day long uh, when I'm home. Yeah, yeah. I like it nice and cold. Dang. Absolutely, I want to be comfortable. Yeah, I don't want to be. I like to be comfortable too. But that's like cold. That's like you know, it's cold. <laughs> want to be comfortable. That's that's nice and comfortable. Uh, but the rain is coming down now, or at least it is. Where uh, in our neck of the woods, at least it did, and it's supposed to rain all day long tomorrow. I think so. Enjoy that in what is probably probably your last. Break before it gets Into the 90s and stays there for a while no. I would imagine so enjoy it enjoy. Embrace is it true? These, the, the older you get the more you dread the heat Is that like I kind of
1: feel like 5-10 years ago I didn't care about it so much I know no, the older you get the more you dread the heat Because you complain about it to me
0: every damn day Literally and No I'm being serious Every day Every day Gambo is guaranteed To talk about two things Okay the heat
3: uh, and his impending retirement uh,
0: every single
3: day. Well, if that's the case, Man. I know where Gambo is not retired. Yeah, he's ain't gonna be here and not Florida, I which know. apparently seems to be popular with a lot of old people. I want a, I want a <laughs> lake or an ocean or yeah. every day a villa in
1: Villa in Lake Como. I'm very happy. Well, okay. very happy. See when that you happens, all come visit me. Yeah. I'll have a villa. You can come visit me. But but you do you pay for me to come. No, but you have a place to stay
0: when you
3: come. All oh, you have to do is get there.
1: Or just you have get, there. To get there. I'll just, I'll just I'll build, build up a... the
3: nest egg. I'll see you when I'm 70. Lago, <laughs> Lago di Como.
0: I'm going to come see you. You
3: can come see me. Oh,
0: I'm going to come. If you're oh. actually going to do this, I'm going to take I you to will. Colmachina
1: Island I, for my, my favorite my favorite lunch spot. Huh? Oh, i take you on the boat right across the... Oh, I got no problem with it. that at
0: all. <laughs> Please come. I, I'd be happy to. Please. I'd be happy to. Please retire so I can come. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he, he was reading his phone. I didn't even get a laugh just, out of that.
1: I'm I, like, yeah. I, I am, I am, I'm, it's in the works. All right, right. We'll see what we can do
0: it's about the that. World. The uh, Arizona Cardinals uh, have, we are now going into the third week of free agency in the NFL. We know how quiet the first couple of weeks have been. It's kind of gotten to the point where the steady trickle of NFL free agency news has slowed. In fact, it's gotten to the point where I need to look real quick. Who's, Who's left? I want to see who's not that the Cardinals are going to get any of these guys, but I want to see. Give me a list, oh Google, of who's. Oh l- Google, oh, tell, Google me to tell me everything. Tell me, tell me, as I look into Google. my crystal ball, tell me Google, who's still out there. Tyron Matthews, still out there. Bobby Wagner, still out there. You J- sign with the Rams yet? Jadevian Clowney, still out there. OBJ. Stephon Gilmore, still out there. Um Jarvis Landry. Bobby Wagner. I said Bobby I said Wagner. Bobby Wagner. Uh Will Fuller's still out there. Uh Calais, Calais Campbell's still out hey, there. He they like him. I forgot about him. They like Calais. I forgot he was still I think out there. There's a little bit of an injury issue, but I think they like Calais. I could see Calais. Melvin Ingram is still out there. Adamican Sue, Justin Houston, Jerry Hughes, Patrick Peterson is still out there. Oh, what? How, how could Patrick Peterson be available? I have no I mean, idea. Come on. Janoris, don't call me Jack Rabbit. Jenkins is still out there. Give me the over-under on how much Patrick Peterson will sign for with the team. One year, uh, including how much he can make with incentives. Just, um, uh, I'm going to say like one year, $4 million with incentives that could push it up to like six or seven. I think that's a good number right there. I think, is a good number. That's what I would have said. $4 million, yeah. Okay, so my point is, there are guys out there. Yeah. The question is, you know, we've seen the Cardinals, and it's been a slow kind of, not a lot has gone on the first couple of weeks in terms of them going out and signing other guys to contract. They've kept a lot of their guys, but in terms of signing new players, and Will Hernandez was one of them, the offensive lineman he signed today. You reported that could happen last week. We've seen Jeff Gladney, the cornerback. We've seen um, Vigil, the linebacker the Nick inside Bidjel. linebacker, yep. who's signed. But other than that, there, there's been nobody. And according to the reports you read, the Cardinals right now don't have a lot of cap space, even if they wanted to do something. Based off the websites that keep track of this thing, the Cardinals have anywhere between 5 and $7 million to spend on free agents. Our friends over at CardsWire.com put up uh, a list. Four things the Cardinals could do to create cap space right now. The number one thing they could do to me is also something they should probably do anyway okay and that is extend dj humphrey's contract lessening his cap hit In year one of the new deal. Yeah,
1: I think that Jalen Thompson, Byron Murphy, DJ Humphreys all could be in line to get a, a new deal. Uh, I think especially Murph and Jalen based on, you know, four years in that those guys will, will, you know, it's something that you look at. You, who, who deserves an extension? Those guys deserve an extension. They're good players. You want to keep them here. You want to lock them up. I could see that happening. DJ Humphreys makes a lot of sense too. He's still relatively pretty young. I mean, he's only what 28 years old. I think DJ Humphreys, he's been a solid left tackle. You know, good to very good in this league. He's a he's a good leader. He's a good teammate. He's a pretty durable player. There's a lot to like about DJ Humphries, and yeah, extending him
0: could free up some cap space for you for sure. And extending him could also create a little stability on your offensive line because let's be honest, while they don't have a lot of long term stability there, and what I mean by that is you take a look around, and just about everybody's got a contract that's up in a year or two, right? Mm -hmm. Justin Pugh one-year deal. Kelvin Beecham, last year of his deal. Will Hernandez, just signed a one-year deal. I looked up Rodney Hudson's contract. He's got void years in like 23 and 24. So he his contract will run out fairly soon and in fairly short order. So by, by extending DJ Humphreys, at least you put yourself in a position where you've got Like a cornerstone piece that you can kind of build around for the coming years. Because I like DJ. hes I don't think he's an elite left tackle in this league. But I think he's a very good left tackle in in this league. A lot of teams would like to have him. Absolutely. A lot of teams
1: would like to have DJ Humphreys. He's a good player. He's a good player. Is he great? Is he a pro bowler? Is he going to the Hall of Fame? No, but he's a good, solid left tackle with a lot of experience. I think he does a
0: good job. I like him. I mean, you could do a lot worse than DJ Humphreys. so I'm a fan of his. Rodney Hudson... He's under contract this year, yeah. and next, 2024, is a void year. So okay. he's got two years left, and by then he's going to be 35 years old, so he'd probably be looking to move on anyway if you're the Cardinals when age kind of kicks in. So redoing DJ's contract, giving him an extension, that's that's option number one. And according to CardsWire.com, that could save them up to $10 million if they want to do that. Option number two would be a simple restructure of Buda Baker's contract. Converting salary into bonus, and kind of kicking a, pretty, kick, kick a few cans the road, down the road, sure. right? You can yeah, it happens everybody does it if you need to free
1: up a little bit of cap space, There's a difference between cap space and real money. I mean, every team has real money. There's a certain amount that you could spend, and it is cap space, and the fans will look at the cap space. Oh, they have this much available, and, you know, it's, but there's also a real money issue here, too. You could always free up cap space. The Miami Dolphins had $5 million in cap space the other $4.5 million in cap space the other day, and they made it trade for Ty- Tyree Kill who makes 30 million dollars a year. How do you you know how do you fit that square peg into a round hole? You do it. I mean, you're able to do it. So, um, you mold it and you make it fit. So, that if they, there's a player that they really like, they will make that work. It's just a matter of boy, you, you know, how much real
0: money do they have to spend? I don't have the answer to that, but there is a budget that every team has. And I guess ultimately that becomes the question. And that's kind of why I wanted to start the conversation by saying, "Okay, here's who's still out there." Yeah. Is there someone still out there? that they'd want to do this for, you know? Is there somebody still out there? Okay, so so I'm imagining the philosophy now, okay? Yeah. So work with me on this one. I'm Steve Keim, and I, I've wanted to wait for the prices to go down a little bit. They're starting to, right? We're in the wave two of free agency, maybe even the third wave of free agency. Is there a guy out there who slipped that I go, okay, now I'm ready to jump. Now I'm ready to go get that guy, but I need to free up a little cap space to do it. Is there a guy out there that you would think could be that guy or a position out there that you would think could be the position worth doing one of these moves
1: for? I don't think so. I don't think so. Okay. I don't know for sure. Uh, and you know, sometimes you know, we we play this game. Like sometimes I know, and uh, you know, I try to go you into bets. I don't know for sure. But I don't think so. I mean, we're in the third week of free agency. Okay, you would think going into the third week that the majority of the good players are gone. How many, how many really good players are left that haven't gone anywhere? So you know, listen. Teams sign players and then they cut players, and so then maybe somebody comes available that you like. I think it's more than likely it's somebody you liked in the draft or somebody that's had a couple of down years, and you know now you get a chance to try to catch lightning in a bottle with a guy. But a lot of the players you just talked about, Calais Campbell, yeah. and Patrick Peterson, and you know that a lot. It's a lot more of those players that are available than some young player that's a stud and all of a sudden is available
0: for, and you're gonna have to spend a lot of money. To your point, okay. So I just rattled off all those names of guys who are available, okay. Uh, there's a lot of retread, guys. Uh, those are the guys who are left. When you look at where they ranked on the original, like, who are the best free agents available. Okay, this is good to know. Tyron Matthew was considered the fourth best free agent available by the Athletic website. He's still available. Okay. Bobby Wagner was considered the seventh best free agent available. Jadeveon Clowney, 10. OBJ, 11. Stefan Gilmore, 15. Those guys that I just mentioned right there. Gilmore. OBJ Clowney Wagner and Matthew are the only five available within the Athletics top twenty free agents available. So all the OBJ other OBJ is coming off of a major injury. Right.
1: Bobby Wagner is really old. You know. I mean. So like, age and injuries factor in on Stephon a lot of these. Stephon Gilmore
0: guys. is really old. Oh, uh, Jadavion Clowney
1: has never had ten sacks
0: in a season. He's a good, good player, player, but he's a good player, player. But he's you know he he hasn't put up the traditional stats. That would make you think he's a guy who's going to get paid. He gets pressure. He's a solid play. He just doesn't. He's not a big sack guy.
1: He's like I said. He's never had ten in a season. He's a nine. The nine baffling a half, one I is think. the baffling one is Honey Badger. Like I, 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 we're going into week three. He'll get paid. I,
0: like I think he'll get a decent contract. I don't know why he, he. I don't know why it's taken this long for him to find a home. I really don't. He's the one name on this list. Like everybody else, I get. Everybody else, is like, okay, he's kind of old. He's kind of unproductive. He's kind of a question mark. He's kind of a this. He's kind of a that. I don't get tired. And
1: so I'm, in the Kansas City paper, it says reports suggest that Matthew hasn't signed yet, not due to lack of offers, but because the offers he's been getting aren't commensurate with go. what he believes he deserves in a contract. So, so he so wants more money. He wants more money. Yeah, he wants more money. There's a report today. What's today's date? March 28th? Uh, today's the 28th, yes. Dolphins will not be pursuing former Chiefs safety Tyron Matthew per their general manager, so he might be pricing himself out, out. pricing himself out happens might be pricing himself out and then has to go maybe goes back to Kansas City
0: on a lesser deal sounds like he's sounds like he might be doing just that pricing himself out Texas your thoughts the FanDuel text line is open for you as always during the Burns and Gambo show you can text us at 620 620 imagine leading in a game that you have to win by 23 points and then losing that's is the LA Lakers at their finest this year that's coming up on the Burns and Gambo show. 98 7 FM, Arizona's sports station. Burns and Gambo. What's on tonight? Coyotes are on tonight. They're taking on the Edmonton Oilers, a game that faces off at 6:30. Here, here on 987 FM Arizona Sports Station. Pre-game coverage as soon as Gambo and I are off the air at 6. So you got Coyotes hockey coming up tonight. And then around the Association. Let's see. Oh, Memphis Golden State, they're playing each other tonight, though I don't think anybody's playing for anybody in that game. Let's see. (laughs) Um, Let's see. No. Here were your starters for the Warriors. Kaminga, Wiggins, Looney, Peyton, and Poole. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Those are your starters uh, for the Grizzlies. It was Anderson, Brooks, Adams, Jones, and Baines. Yeah, so John Morant is out. Yeah, it's not. But Memphis is beating Golden State twenty-seven to eighteen right now. It's weird looking at these scores. And when the Suns, they've got everything locked up. like And, and they don't matter. They don't matter. They don't matter. I mean, and, and it used to be like, you know, who do you want to play? You know what? It doesn't matter.
1: It doesn't matter. Hey, I, who do you want to be the two seed instead of the three? You're, you're, it doesn't matter. You're 100% right. It doesn't. It, I, last year, we looked at that like, you know, do you get the one seed? How do you avoid the Lakers? You, you know, do, can you, you know, can you overtake the Jazz? We thought of all oh, last year. Every day we
0: lo- we looked at those scores. Now, it doesn't matter. I will say the one thing I'll be watching for, and I'm being totally sincere about this we'll be the Warriors to see how far they fall in the West because there's a chance they could fall in like the 4-5 matchup and if they do I don't know if the Warriors are going to get out of the first round I'm being serious when I say that and that would be a nice out for the Suns right that would be a nice team to eliminate early from the competition follow my logic on this one the Warriors, if they're gonna lose, chances are they're gonna lose early. Steph has missed all this time, yeah. Clay's missed all this Draymond time, Draymond's missing all this time, right? And so they're gonna be really rusty in that first round. Seems to me that early in the playoffs, they're vulnerable. So, a five seed could get them, or a four seed could get them, and that as the postseason wears on, the more dangerous they become. I totally buy that. So, for me, watching. Golden State fall into a matchup that's not very favorable. I think is actually worth watching in the NBA. That's it. That's the only one. Like other than that, what happens in the play-in tournament doesn't matter. I what happens who's the... seated where doesn't matter. That's the only one I kind of care about. I think the East is going to beat the hell out of each other. I agree.
1: I mean, the Suns make you know get to the NBA Finals, winning, losing three total games, and like the team whoever gets out of the East might play to so, like two seven-game series
0: just because that's how tough the east is. The east is going to be it's it's brutal. Boston right now is the 1 seed, Miami's the 2, Milwaukee's the 3, Philly's the 4. All separated by half a game. All sep- all those four teams are separated by one half of a game. Crazy. That's it. Yeah, those Yeah, Philly played the Suns, they came in in first place, they left in fourth. Those Eastern Conference semifinals, seriously, are going to be nasty. Right. Nasty. Right. All right, so that's what's on tonight, and those are the games we're going to be watching tonight. We'll be back with you tomorrow. It's straight up And if o'clock. you want to watch a great movie, I highly recommend CODA. One seventy-five. Okay. 75, or wait, one
1: of three three Academy Awards. Indeed. Uh, best three. Supporting best. Actor, Best Adapted Screenplay, and Best Picture. Yeah. It's a good and movie. Apple TV bought that film for 25 million bucks.
0: Yeah. And right. spent like 10 million promoting it. It was, it was the Sundance Film yeah, movie? Yeah, Sundance Film Festival. Yeah. 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 They paid like that. It cost like 10 million dollars. It was to a good movie. movie. I was happy to see it. And I was really happy to see that, uh, the, the, that, uh, Troy Kotsur. The actor who plays the father in that movie, who in his speech gave a shout out to Mesa, Arizona, his friends in his hometown of yeah. Mesa, Arizona. Yeah, He signed it because everybody in the movie, with the exception of, of the daughter, is, is, a, a, is deaf. deaf. And so he's up there signing his acceptance speech. And he did thank his hometown of Mesa, Arizona. It, it. Actually, just it was crazy. I found out last night from my stepmom. His dad used to be the chief of police in Mesa knew my father when my father was in the Tempe police department. Apparently they used to go water skiing together all the time. Like that that actor's dad and my dad so used to. So why didn't
1: you ever hang out with him? I I, I mean how do not know?
0: He? He's 2 years older than me.
1: Like you guys are the same age. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I like I don't maybe know. Maybe you went water skiing with him. I have no idea where he can. And his brother who's now the chief of police in Avondale, Arizona. I think yeah. it's Avondale. Um was my dad's assistant chief when my dad was the chief in Tempe. So apparently we've got like a family connection. Family connection. It goes back. And I'm like, i like, I didn't know any of this until I was texting with my stepmom
1: last night. So I, I got no uh, I got one of my daughters home today, to, uh, came back last night, home for t- yesterday and today. And uh, she watched it today because she had not seen the movie.
0: So I put it on Apple TV for her and she watched it. And she, lo- she thought it was great. It's a good movie. Heartwarming. Great, movie. great movie. Heartwarming movie. Mm-hmm. No doubt. You know what else warms the heart? Watching the Lakers suck. That warms the heart. <laughs> That really I don't, I don't I don't know if I I'm in the minority, right, on this? You are. Um, you're in, in the, the minority. minority. So the you, question the poll question we have out there, do you wanna see the Lakers Get into the play-in tournament so the Suns can spank them in the first round. Spank them. Or would you rather see the Lakers not make the playoffs at all? Because right Just be now, embarrassed by not making the playoffs, they're a game away from not even making the play-in tournament.
1: Oh, San Antonio's only a game behind and them, they, and they may not have LeBron or Anthony Davis. They, and they have the hardest schedule. Like yep. they have the second hardest schedule in the league. They've got a, their next two games are against Dallas and Utah, and they may not have LeBron James or Anthony Davis for either one of those games. And they don't win either of the tiebreakers against San Antonio or New Orleans. They have to
0: finish ahead of those teams. Yep. Can't even finish tied with them. Yeah, right now, New Orleans is nine. The Lakers are 10, and only a game is keeping the Lakers from being 11th. And if they're 11th, they're not making the play in tournament. You're in the minority. You'd like to see the Lakers make the playoffs, make the play in, be the eighth seed, and get play the Suns, by the Suns, and get humiliated.
1: Yeah, because it would be a bloodbath. It would be an absolute bloodbath. They can't run, they're slow. They can't defend. Something they could do to stop the Suns from scoring 130 every game. And I mean, LeBron James is a jump shooter. He's still good, but they don't have the weapons. They don't have the bench. They have—it's uh, a mess. I would love to see that the Suns defeat them the way the Spurs, the, the way the Alvin Gentry Suns defeated the Spurs in four games. Yeah, swept them. I would love that. I get you. I get you. I'd rather see them not not make, make it and be embarrassed I, by I, that. I think that's so embarrassing. Look, I mean, I, look. Do you think that, I mean, be honest here, just be honest, do you think that they think that they have a snowball chance of hell beating the Suns?
0: No. No. No, like, which is why. So for I, them, what would they rather have? <laughs> just be embarrassed. So They'd probably like to have the season just be done. Right, that's what I think. They probably rather just let us just, think, be, let's just be done. But I do.
1: I think you know you you know you can't beat the Suns. They threw up forty nine points on you,
0: right. right, forty eight points on you in the first quarter of the other day. You can't beat them. So let's not, not even nothing. make the playoffs. Let's just let's just be done with this Look, season. Right. So we can and so go how home. do you do it?
1: Oh, LeBron's ankle. Uh, <laughs> LeBron's ankle's no good. And now you have an excuse. Oh, they only played. They only played twenty one games together. LeBron James and Anthony Davis only played twenty one games together. Yeah. You know what? You know what their record is in those twenty one games? They're eleven and ten. 500 team when they played it. Don't give me the LeBron and Anthony Davis. Oh, it's because they haven't played it. They played 21 games together this year. They're 11 and 10. They're a 500 team when those guys play together. They're no good either way. With them, without them, they're no good. I honestly think after they got bludgeoned by the Suns in that game that they might be thinking to themselves, man... Just have some injuries. Let's go out and not even get... Because you know you're going to get embarrassed in sure. the first round. You know you're going to get embarrassed if you end up... if you end up ha- Now, they wouldn't have to
0: play the Suns in the first round if they're 9 or 10, right? They might. Sure. They could still- sure, sure. So how it works is 7 seven plays 8, 9 plays 10. The loser of... The winner of 9-10 plays... The winner of 9-10 plays, plays the loser of 7-8. Right. The winner of 7-8... Yeah, you're in. ...is 7. Right. Okay. So the so the Lakers, so, so, the Lakers, would Lakers be, so the Lakers would have to win two games in a row back yeah. to back on the road to be eight, and they, they would play the Suns. And they can't get seven. They can't get. Can't seven. get seven. They can't get. seven. They can't get seven. The winner of
3: seven, seven, eight, eight gets seven. Right. So they it, can't.
1: So they would. Have, so they would play the Suns. Yeah. And they got to be thinking in themselves, is that we have no chance. We play them. We're going to get slaughtered, and they will get slaughtered. They like we all know
0: they'll get slaughtered. Part, look, part of me agrees with you only because I'd like to see Shaq... Just chow down on his words. Oh, my God. I would love to. Really, Shaq, you really think the Lakers. I'd love for anybody who thought the Lakers were going to beat the Suns in the first round. I'd love to see them just just eat it. I don't think they could win a game. (laughs) I don't don't think think the Lakers could win one game against the Suns. I really don't. Coyotes Hockey is coming up next. That's going to do it for us. We are out of here. We'll see you tomorrow. Straight up two o'clock here on the Burns and Gambo Show. Have a great night, everyone.